You're listening to Outside Radio. Welcome to yet another episode of Queering It Up, a show that talks about all things queerness. Last time we spoke to Mark and he discussed his journey with being gay and how he was outed when he was a young kid by his teachers. So that was a fun episode. If you haven't listened, please check it out on www.outsideradio.live or check it out on Instagram at Outside Radio. Today's episode, we have two amazing, amazing guests. A couple. An interracial couple, that is. So, this should be fun. Hey? Nate? Kai? Yeah. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Yeah, good. Alright, so on this show, we usually let people um, introduce themselves, giving people without voices a voice. Because you know, the LGBTQ plus community tends to be shut down and not have a voice. So I allow you to have your own voice mm-hmm. and to introduce yourself to let people know who you are. Okay, so let's start with you. Kai. Oh, hi everyone. <laughs> My name is Kai. I live in Beijing. Uh, I started dating Nate five months ago and uh, we're doing very well. I'm very happy and grateful for this relationship. Oh, okay now. Um, Wait, what do you do? I'm a UX designer in a internet company. Nate? Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm pleased to meet you all, although I'm not meeting any of you. I'm just meeting Lele. Uh, I am Nate, and I live in Beijing as well. And I need to speak a bit louder, so I'm going to try that, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm used to not having a voice, so I'm used to just speaking quietly. You know, oh, it's my it's my history of oppression. Okay, well, not oppression. Uh, <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Canada, in fact, and uh, yeah, I've been living in Beijing for about three years. And as Kai said, we've been dating for about five months, so all is going well, and inshallah, we'll continue to go so. Uh, and I'm a teacher. What made you come to China? Oh, oh, good question. Without the Communist Party, there would be no new China. That's definitely the reason that I'm here. Oh, you're gonna keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not digging. What? But on the real though, what made you come here? Uh, exactly what I said. I so I think uh, the way I like to put it is, so my Me. my family's from Ethiopia, of course. I was just looking for Kai. Uh-huh. But besides that very important reason, um, uh, my, fa- my 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 father's from Ethiopia, and I think if you'd gone to Ethiopia in the year 1949, you would have seen a kind of a country uh, where where there's a lot of poverty. You would have seen a lot of kind of uh, underdevelopment, all these kinds of problems of corruption, uh, you name it, like easy, easily preventable diseases, lack of literacy, lack of education, lack of secure living conditions, this, that, the other. Uh, and I went to Ethiopia a few years ago and some of these problems are being addressed, but by and large these problems still remain, uh, even in the capital, even in the most developed city of, of Ethiopia. Yeah. Um, there's a kind of, there's an underdevelopment trap that's kind of, uh, uh, this country's been caught in and I think, I, I wanted to study that when I was leaving university. And it seems to me that why are you speaking so fast? It's, sorry, because I'm nervous. It seems to me that China is one of the few countries in the third world that has, in some ways, escaped that development trap. So if you went to Beijing in 1949, you would see the same problems, right? A country that's war-torn, uh, people, you know, dying of preventable diseases, this, that, the other. And in Beijing today, these problems, by and large, exist to exist to some extent, but to a much, much lower extent, right? There's some kind of 
thing that has happened in the past 70 years in China that I yeah. think is very important for human development and human, human flourishing uh, that I would like to investigate. So it's my kind of intellectual, intellectual issue. To bring and that back, you'd like to bring that back great. to Ethiopia? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, when last were you in Ethiopia then? In uh, five years ago. Five years ago. When do you plan to go back? <laughs> Whenever I can. Okay. Um, yeah, I will go back with him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How have you been outside China? Yeah, I studied in the US for eight years and I went to uh, Netherlands, I've been to Spain, I've been to uh, Okay, UK. yes, you have yeah. been. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I've never been to Europe actually, but I'm planning to. Nigga, fuck Europe. <laughs> so no, taking that shit out. Alright, so can you guys talk about dating? Before we talk about dating, let's mm -hmm. talk about you came to China knowing your sexuality, right? How did you maneuver that? In the cities, uh, obviously, the, the you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of barriers to break through and whatever still remaining. Um, but in the cities, people by and large kind of leave you alone, right? You, it's not promoted, but it's also not necessarily that hard. I think it's more of a the the trouble. I think is is kind of family, right? Like mm. in workplaces. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you, mm -hmm. as a Chinese native, mm -hmm. how do you, how did you maneuver growing up, knowing that you were gay? I somehow discovered that one day. When was this? When I was pretty young. Uh, yeah, I found myself very attracted by the male characters and uh, male stars in movies, animes. You're like, this is my portion. Yes, uh, this is something I wanna, not something, sorry, we should not objectify humans, but anyway. But we do. Okay, this is something I wanna, like, touch. Uh, um, I remember watching the X-Men movie with my parents for two times. I wanted to see Hugh Jackman. Um, my mom got angry with me because I wasn't properly studying. Because you wanted to see Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman? Uh -huh. Hugh Jackman um, has a nice body. No, it was Troy. Troy. It was Troy for me. Brad Pitt? Yeah, baby. Brad Pitt, Eric Banner, Orlando Bloom. Eric Banner, I'll take. But Hugh okay, Jackman, maybe. okay, but it's, the, 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 it's the, not the, about you. It's about Kai. Also, the, the, the movie, or what's the name? Then they said Bottoms Rights. <laughs> the one with Rousseau. Huh? Who's Rousseau? Not the Guardian. Uh, the Gladiator. Oh, uh, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crow. Really? I mean, Russell Crowe did it for you. Kinda. Russell Crowe. I ain't judging your type. <laughs> some strong, well, silent men. Anyway, yeah, and uh, so I completely realized that I'm interested in men. I kinda told one of my closest friends that I'm gay, but you know, we were in middle school and she didn't believe that. In fact, she thought I had a crush on her and then maybe I'm only trying to use this to, to get away get her attention. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want you, bitch. Then? <laughs> and then as you then grew up, like, okay, middle school you yeah. went through, and then with society then, how did you deal with that? I was in middle school and I didn't have any... I mean, I had some, 
a little bit sexual desire, and then, but you know, we were in middle school, and in China, we're very busy with studying,、mm. so there's no opportunity or no time for me to explore my sexuality.、Uh, I had my first、uh, like sex after I graduated from high school. So, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. I was in nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. And how was that? Seeing that that was your first time, because I'm also assuming that that was your first time kissing a boy. Yeah, and that was kind of how to say it. It made me very nervous. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I have a very low how, how, how do I say that the、uh, not just self esteem, but also say it in Chinese. I'll translate. Say it in Chinese.、Yeah. I know it. I don't even remember. <laughs> you don't even know it in Chinese. Self-confidence, confidence, security. Okay. Ah. Self. What do you mean by self security? I have insecurity. Oh, oh okay, okay. Ah,、uh, so I was like, I, I kind of wondered like, what if he hid a camera somewhere in his bedroom? What if he drugged me? Cause that. So, oh, you went to、so、you went to his place. Yeah, and I couldn't enjoy it. Okay. Okay, let's hold that. We'll、mm. get back to that. Conversation a bit later. <laughs> According to you, Nate, what are your cult- the, like the cultural differences between being gay in Canada and being gay in China?、Uh, I think kind of gay acceptance of homosexuality has penetrated more deeply in Canada than in China, obviously.、Um, and I think. See the thing is, like my my, I have a very warped perception of China because I think it, I've only lived in kind of Beijing and I've only so it's a tier one city and I've kind of really only interna- interacted on a serious level, in, 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 you know, in terms of talking about values and this kind of stuff, with people with Chinese people who are mostly internationally educated or kind of from a from a very sort of internationally oriented slice of society. So it's very hard for me to talk about what, you know. Thing, what life is like outside of that? And then through you and, haven't had other interactions with other Chinese folk that possibly did not go abroad to study. I have, but with gays, yeah, I,、uh, let's say, but a lot of the gays in my experience are very internationally oriented.、Mm. I think because they kind of that's the sort of magnet, right? The idea is like, oh well, you know, China's China's this way; it's not accepting of gays or something, but.、Uh, So they kind of look abroad. There's a kind of orientation abroad, and that's not entirely true because China has enough of a kind of center of gravity that、yeah. there's a Chinese gay community. But but I think it, the standards in the gay community, I would say, I don't know if you'd agree with me about this, are sort of almost set in a very international direction. That people almost mimic in a lot of ways、uh. what they see in kind of gay media, which largely is produced outside of China. I could see mainly in the U.S.、Uh, mm. Then how do for you, Kai? Then how did you? Going to the U.S.、Yeah. right and experiencing your 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 freedom to say, because now you were able to express yourself fully in America, and then coming back here,、mm-hmm. how did you navigate that? That、um, in America I could do whatever, but now I'm back home. So surely you had to be like looking over your、Someone、shoulder at times. Someone conscious about my my situation. Yeah, I was very careful around my parents. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, they kind of doubted, doubted about my sexuality, but they、uh, never took it seriously. 
they thought I just like being pretty, buying stuff, blah blah blah.、Um, my parents. So when I first came back, my parents arranged me a job. I thought you were gonna say they arranged a goal for you in, in the、uh, government-owned company.、Mm-hmm. And I know it's a super restrictive or conventional place. Conservative, conservative, yeah. Conservative place. They wouldn't accept my sexuality and my freedom of expressing myself. So I immediately looked at job opportunities somewhere else, and then I, I mean, got into an in- internet company in China, which is quite big.、Um, In there, I found people are more acceptable about my. They're more accepting and open. They yeah accept my gayness, and even some of my close friends call me sister.、Mm-hmm. Wait, do, at work, do you feel like you have to hide yourself, or I, are you, or is the space open enough for you to just be the guy that I'm seeing right now that I see?、Mm. I think I generally don't care about what people view me.、Mm. First of all, I know I'm only gonna work there temporarily for maybe、um, a year, two years, three years, and then I'm gonna leave and find a new place to work.、And、also, I just wanna live my life.、Mm. So、I you know, don't give a fuck.、Mm, no, I don't give a fuck. I know there are a lot of gays in my company, but for most、mm, Chinese employees, I don't think they have the courage to express themselves or to be known as gays. Could that be because they they haven't had the opportunity to go abroad? That、mm. they only have the perspective of being gay in China and don't have an overall view of how Western、mm. gayness is, if I can call it that. With that, yes, and also I think they are generally afraid to have people questioning them. Oh, like,、uh, what's your sexuality? How, how do you have sex with men? And、uh, are you out to your parents? Do you have boyfriend? Do you have orgies? Do you take drugs? Not orgies. <laughs> Not a whole orgy. I mean, when straight people meet gay people, that's generally that's what, what they, they think. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of trouble. Why do you think that is? Actually, to both of you, why do you think that people always assume that? Oh, I'm gonna. I don't. Not gonna have a good answer to this. You not? No. Let's go. Let's do it. Cause gays are too wild. Yeah. Cause gays do that shit. Let's say the American media portraying gays Gay people or queer people in that way. That they just promiscuous. So people have. A, An overall view that this is what we do. Yeah, and that's、uh, that's actually what how they say some Chinese medias do.、Mm. Really, in the same way.、Mm. Yeah,、uh, like the day after I came out to my parents, my mom told me that oh, you gotta be careful about being gay because gays spread HIV. <laughs> my parents said the same thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, of course. So so okay, S- put me in a setting、yeah. when you were telling your parents. Wh- how did you how did you、um, attack it? How did you tell them like, hey mom, you know what? I like them boys. Or did you like sit them down, or was it a passing thing? This is a fresher memory for you, Jennifer. 
uh, I did it in a more straightforward and I was like, this is the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. I so blame him for my gayness. <laughs> oh, Nate. Yeah. So I told my parents, oh, uh, uh, it was uh, Duangwu Festival. Who? I came out dragon to my boat. Oh, dragon. Parents, yeah. Dragon? Right yeah. before the Dragon Boat Festival. Mm. I said, uh, so, hey, I want to bring my boyfriend home to celebrate this A festival. boyfriend. You jumped to, I want to bring him. You didn't even like... Say, no. hey girl, like, you know what, I'm gay. <laughs> then down the line you say, can my boyfriend come? You went straight in. Yeah. My mom was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, boyfriend? Mm. Nate, would you uh, have gone? Did you I go? Gone? No, I didn't. No. Um, sure, yeah, why not? Really? I'm yeah, that would be lovely. Things. Apparently his dad likes Mao Zedong almost as much as me. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond to that. I'm not gonna respond to that. Chap, how did you come out? I'm not responding to that. <laughs> to that one. Um, I I regret how I came out. Uh, my parents owned a restaurant. Uh, they'd opened a restaurant, and I was uh, like 16 in high school in my hometown, and uh, they were finding it very, very difficult. They were working very long hours, it was kind of affecting their relationship with each other. It was really co quite a bad experience, I think, for my whole family. Uh, and my mom was like particularly very, very stressed out. And I, <laughs> I feel like such shit about this. She was complaining about how she was working like 16 hour days, and I was like, well, at least you're not gay. <laughs> Which in that, that's retrospect, valid, no, no, absolutely not. She had it a lot harder than I did. <laughs> absolutely, I mean, it wasn't fun being gay in my hometown by any stretch of the imagination. But I would definitely take being gay over working sixteen hours yeah, a day. Because I'm also not about to work sixteen hours. No. <laughs> How did she react to that? Uh, she. I don't know, the way a lot of parents do, she, she was like, oh, it's just a phase, oh, you're not really sure about it, uh, uh, like, you know. Yeah, like, exactly what my parents are saying. Yeah, absolutely. She's that the one that's saying. They're still saying this thing. Mm, but the phase is still going on. It's <laughs> stubborn, it's stubborn, 11 years, going strong. Um, yeah, but she were, eventually... How old are you? 16. 16. Mm. Uh, oh, fuck, you're old. Okay, that's neither here nor there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. So you guys say you've been dating for five months, right? Mm -hmm. So how did you meet? We met through a common friend. Uh huh. Ask him what the name of the common friend. Is. What is the co who, who is this common friend? Uh, the friend is Tinder. Do <laughs> 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 you always you put it like that? You met through a common friend. I like that. Yeah, Tinder. Tinder was my friend. And she has my love. And then after, okay. Are you still friends with Tinder? Are you still friends Not with anymore. Tinder? Oh, good, I'm glad. Ooh? Mm. <laughs> Ooh? <laughs> Let me check your phone. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but then you met through Tinder and then yes. you swiped each other, right? Yeah. And then? Give me the story. You're not just gonna tell me you met through that friend. Do you wanna tell the story? Then we. Oh, um. You messaged me, right? You were like, oh, like, you, what? I don't know what you said. You messaged me, and I started asking about your job. And he was, kept taking like a day or two to respond. I was like, okay, whatever. Bitch. Like, mm. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, eventually he's like, oh, are you interested in me or my job? I was like, oh, he's mouthy, okay. Uh, <laughs> I met my match. <laughs> well, you know, after two days, I don't know if being mouthy is exactly the tone you want to take, but that's fine. Um, yeah, and then we met up a couple of times and, I don't know, just like talked. We were... We met in a park for the first uh, time. To have a picnic? We took a walk. We walked around uh, yeah. Beihai. Beihai, where's that? Uh, not Beihai. Was it Beihai? Yeah, it was Beihai. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, it's in the, near yeah, the Forbidden City, near the mm. Palace Museum. Mm. Um, anyway, so we walked around, just like shot the shit. A very Chinese place. Very Chinese. Very old-fashioned. Mm. And then how does how does because you know how for me on 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 uh, our our um, what you call it mutual friends mm-hmm. yeah. these mutual friends uh-huh. they always want to somewhat fetishize me mm. because like there aren't a lot of mm. black people on there. So mm. how did what are your experiences before meeting? Let me start there. Are you suggesting that there's racism in China? I'm, oh, I'm, sh- I'm shocked to hear this. I'm amazed. I've never oh, heard of this before. How dare, how dare I? Unbelievable. <laughs> no, but on the real though, like, um, how, did, how did you maneuver? Because clearly you guys were on mm-hmm. these mutual friend apps. Mm-hmm. So then how did you, how do you maneuver the, 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 the racism on there? Well, I imagine you face a lot of racism in China. No, you don't. <laughs> um, That's for I, you. I, oh, some people Ooh. think I'm foreigner. Mm. Really? Where do they think you're from? I don't know. They think you're a foreigner? Uh-huh. Are they like he gets complimented on his Chinese. Wow, your Chinese is so good. <laughs> but you're Chinese. <laughs> yes. Um, but he doesn't, I guess, look like a northerner. I don't know. Anyways. Um, Okay, so like there's 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 like different levels of like fetishization, I guess, right? I think for a lot of Chinese gays, not all, but like a lot, there's like this perception that like foreigners all have big dicks and mm. are like somehow like super masculine. Um, and I've definitely encountered that, but I think as a kind of specifically black thing, it's almost the opposite. I have to convince Chinese people that I'm black, and then I've got into arguments about whether or not I'm black. Uh, and they're like, no, 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 you're not, you're not, you're not, and I'm like, no. What I, do I, they I think? Yeah. Uh, th- like, typically, well, either white or they'll often kind of say like, once I explain, they're like, oh, well, you're mixed race, like you're 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 actually mixed blood is the term, uh, which is mm. awkward in itself. But anyways, so I kind of have to like be like, no, well, I'm like in America or Canada, I, I'm black. You're black. Like, there's no like this mixed thing. Like, if people. I don't know, like, especially like kind of where I'm from, like, if you identify as mixed, you're almost trying to run away from, from being black, black, right? Um, so like, for me, that was like quite important when I was like younger to be like, no, I'm like, I'm not like going to do this whole like, oh, I'm mixed thing, because uh, it's bullshit. And then I came here and people are like, no, you're not black. Like, uh, what? <laughs> um, so it's, a, yeah. You look colored. Colored, yeah, exactly. <laughs> An essay, exactly, precisely that. But that's also a, like a... That's a hierarchy thing, right? Oh, I'm not black, I'm colored. Like, that's a very important thing for a lot of people in SA. But they are colored, though. They are, but like, that. why does that? Why does the conception of colored exist? Because it's in- Because it's of a, hierarchy. Yeah. That's true. Mm. So you can't blame anyone. Because y'all do. We're both playing hard catch. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so then, <laughs> when you go out, right, together on dates, whatever, whatever, how do you think society is perceiving you guys? Because obviously they have a lot to say. 
it's a mixed couple and not on top of that that it's mixed it's also a gay couple i don't know do you think it's less or more weird that we're a mixed race couple i don't for like locals in the eyes of locals I think if if it was a male female couple, we'd get more judgment in terms of race. I think. Why? Uh, because there's no like. I think on some level, there's some people have a conception that like foreigners exploit Chinese women, which uh. probably is true <laughs> often. And um, foreigners have exploit Chinese populations. But I don't think <laughs> most ra- like random Chinese people are really worried about foreign tops exploiting Chinese bottoms. But I don't think random Chinese people like. I mean, no, definitely in terms of women. In terms of women, because there's do. there's like a female shortage, and there's also like. But we hold hands on the street. Uh, but I think that yeah, like I think there's judgment for gayness. Mm, yeah, for sure. judgment 100%. for gayness. Not not but, but not, not the race. Sure. People mind their own business for the most part. Like people, like you're not gonna. Young people mind their own business. Young people. When we're in Guangzhou. Uh, oh. So one day we were like walking down the street with our with our other friends, and I was holding his hand, and a delivery person like when he passed us first, uh-huh. and then he came back, <laughs> he stared at me, he yelled at some Cantonese I didn't understand, but he was clearly judging us. Oh really? Yeah. How dare you hold each uh, each other's hands? I had no idea. Well, I, I didn't mention it. Huh. Ah. Mm. There you go. So there is. I've never yeah. noticed anything, but I, have you noticed stuff in Beijing too? Like, I mean, people stare, obviously. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anything besides that? No. Mm. I don't think people judge us as much. I mean, it was just in one. Guangzhou, that's surprising. Yeah, just one time in Guangzhou. Because everyone in the south are bottoms, anyways. Which is, mm. That's the. <laughs> well, he's probably jealous that I have a such a <laughs> handsome top. Oh. <laughs> Next thing, people are throwing tomatoes at Chelsea. Like, <laughs> better watch out. I ride my top, and he gets to deliver food. Hi, You're welcome. Kai. Kai. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, would you guys? Are you guys planning on staying here? Because also, you guys can never get married. You guys can never adopt kids. So, what do you? What do you foresee the f- the future being? Uh, I'm thinking about doing school in Canada, uh, mm-hmm. in which case we'll move to Canada. Uh, and I guess if if Kai goes to grad school, I think you're probably planning on doing it abroad too, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you move to Canada, I move with you. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Grad school in what? Hmm? Grad school like in what? In IT? In something else. Oh, you guys already planning on moving together? <laughs> yeah. It's nice not here in this house. How how are you guys finding? The relationship thus far, it's very good. Yeah, we sometimes have、mm, arguments about things, you know, like like all the other ordinary couples. We have our we're just ordinary people. Yeah, we have our with extraordinary problems too. Life, but I'm very <laughs> I'm very happy and grateful that he's willing to communicate with me.、Uh, yeah, he when we have disagreements, he was. Sits down with me and you guys like, talk about it. Yeah. So what? Guys, very good too. What do you like, think? Actually, I get very pissy、yeah. sometimes, and he's kind of like. You look like a little bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> but、uh, what? What do you think is the your like your 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 biggest? What you call it? Obstacle. Obstacle. Our biggest obstacle. 
my job, mm. I think, because you work a lot. Yeah, I work from from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. P.M. I mean, oh, bitch. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> and uh, most of the time I escape at 8 or 7 p.m. Yeah, but when I, it takes me an hour, sometimes more than an hour, normally, let's say, more than an hour oh, to, yeah, to commute. And, One way. Mm-hmm. So, so by we, 9, you, sh you you out of the house, and then eight. you by get eight, back. I'm out of the house, and... Then when I come back, it's normally either 9 or 10 p.m. We don't get a lot of time to see each other during the weekdays. Uh, the Chinese office culture is... That's ridiculous. I yeah, his boss is like, has like some issues because like he leaves when his, he's done his work. And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> you have to stay longer. Like It doesn't matter if you're done your work. Like, to do what? To do nothing. To stare at the wall. To be a good employee. To be a good it's team member. Long. I can I can imagine the strain though. So you, basically the time that you have is the weekends. Yeah, not just to make him look good, but to make our design team to make the this big design group look good. By just staying there. Yeah, showing people that oh we're actually doing our jobs, we're busy, we're like working very hard. That's why we achieve this and that, and we deserve the um, like promotion, pray, opportunities, uh, yeah, praise. How do you then deal with the the, the time situation? Uh, during the summer, like earlier in the year and during the summer, it was difficult. Now, I mean, it's still difficult. Like, I'd like to have him around, but I'm also very busy with like studying and, and work and stuff. So mm. it's like during the week, it's sort of. It's unfortunate, but it's a bit of a write-off. You're like, well, there's only so much time we get. So you just try to like, I don't know, do enjoy the time that you have. When we started dating, it was during the pandemic period. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have to go to the company, or let's say I, I wasn't allowed to go to the company anyway. So we had time. We, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. And in, was it first week of May? Um, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. since May already? That we started working again, yeah. Uh -huh. In May? I didn't go back to school, but he started going back oh, to school. Oh, okay. He went okay. back to school for like two years. For two years. That was in June, starting in the beginning of June, yeah. Oh. oh. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. This year is. It's actually running, but it's not running fast enough. Mm. Like, I need it to. It's still fast. Mm. Yeah, but I need it to. It needs to go. Because, uh, but we don't even know what 2021 has in store. It Something might be worse. even worse. And then what's the what, what's the best thing about like dating each other? Wow, so hard. There's the time is the copia of of wonder. I mean, bitch, choose one. <laughs> <laughs> like I find someone I can trust and rely on. <laughs> like my my family. Found family. And mm -hmm. my love. And he gave me the motivation to. to be more. to be of a better self. Ah. Mm. 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 Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think I like. I, I feel like I need to try. Like, I feel like I need to. I have someone to sort of improve myself for. I think that's a good way of putting it. Okay, look at y'all. Hands wrapped around each other. Yeah. 
moments. They're having a moment, y'all. <laughs> it is a moment. Drink your one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, um, what would you say for people that are, first of all, scared about interracial dating? Secondly, dating in the space, because the gay scene here is not that big. Well, the, the foreign gay scene okay, is not that foreign, big. Sure. Foreign gay scene is not that big. So what advice would you give? Well, in China or just in general? And in China and then in general. Let's start with in China and then in general. Let's start with uh, what advice would you give for people who are afraid of interracial um, relationships? Mm. I think... For, do you want to mm. I think uh, if I were to talk to a foreigner, I would say be, if I were to speak to a foreigner, I would say be open-minded, kind of like people, I think a lot of foreigners come with a very western mindset towards especially race mm -hmm. that is, it's applicable and not applicable in China. China is a kind of difficult case because like a lot of, like the fetishization thing I think is a good example. Like. People will say some dumb shit to you here, for sure. But I think it... Ooh, ooh I wanna say this. It, it, I would be willing to deal with a Chinese person saying to me things that I would never deal with a white person saying to me. Never in my life. 100% I would. Really? Yeah, you can win, but 100%. Because like, I think I'm much more willing to say that ignorance is at play in the case of a Chinese person than with a white person, if that makes sense. Like, there's not the same kind of like, I don't have the same level of basically like, you need to like, know this already. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't approach that conversation with the same level of like, expectation that you need to know this shit already. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think like, I don't think there's like a, a, a structure of, of yellow supremacy in China than there is in, in, in the same way of like white supremacy like back home. Um, or if, if there is a, a structure of yellow supremacy, then at least it's not as kind of immediately injurious to me the way it is back home, right? Like when I come to China, I'm, I have a way fucking better life than a lot of people here, like straight up. Like, yeah. As a, as a foreigner in a lot of ways, I mean, there's, there's always sort of counter examples, but like certainly Western foreigners have a very nice life in China compared to a lot of Chinese people. And I think like when people say ignorant shit, we're like, we think about it the way you think about it back home where it's like, this actually hurts me. Like this, like fucking, this isn't just like mean, this isn't just rude. This actually is like why I am disadvantaged. This is why bad shit happens to me that doesn't happen to you. And in China, like it's kind of hard to say that, like to someone who makes a third of your salary. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That's that's that, that that's a fair point, but then should we let it go? No, no, no. I think you should like you should definitely like say like that's some ignorant shit. Mm. I'm not saying like just like let it go, but I think at the same time like I would be I wouldn't shut down a relationship with a Chinese person nearly as quickly as I would with a white person back home. Uh, not nearly as fast, because there is space to educate. There's space to like kind of be like yeah like you know this is dumb, but like here you can grow like 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 let's talk about like why you think this and blah blah blah. Whereas like back home I'd be like. Okay, but then on that note, let me, you, you're saying, you said earlier, wait, have you dated a, a non-Western Chinese? Uh, I've tried. 
Um, mostly it's, but for me, mostly I think it's like a linguistic thing. Like okay. it's just like very hard to like have conversations a lot of the time because my Chinese isn't that good. Mm. Um, I don't know. What would you say? And I think we're both aware that we have different backgrounds and we receive different education. We have different families. We live in different worlds. Uh, I have definitely said some dumb shit. And I know you were irritated about, but he was willing to like sit down with me and Literally. talk about those things. Yeah, like there are some things I should be aware of that I I, I should know more about, which is very good. But it's also yeah. like I'm fucking ignorant of shit about China a lot of the time. Man. That's I true. Don't, like, so you guys are like balancing it because you both learning. Mm. It's uh, not not like balancing, but we're both learning. Learning from each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're willing to tell each other like what's going on. So essentially, take time. Yeah, in China, yeah, yeah. I think like you're in a don't close country. yourself off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And be willing to express yourself, yeah. to express your mind, your opinions. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like really important to think about where the other person's coming from. Like, mm, don't just think about yourself because yeah, at the end of the day. You're not at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not at home. Uh, and I think back home, like, uh, just don't get into interracial relationships ever. It's my my advice. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, back home, it's a uh, like complex. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm 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 pushing the envelope. And I don't actually mean don't ever date interracially. So you've ne- you've uh, what races have you n- not been with? I've. Never dated anyone Native American. Uh-huh. Besides that, what what are the races? I don't know. I'm like how are, how are we skidding this? I'm cast? also trying to think. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I've never dated. Well, I've, yeah. Like I've dated kind of like Middle Eastern, but like I don't know. Like an Arab would lynch me for saying that Iranian is the same as an Arab. So like I don't know where you like want to split this. How fine you want to split these hairs. Um, but I think like. Yo, back okay. home, I'm I, whatever. Like outside of this relationship, even I like stopped dating white people. Like I was just like not willing to like. I was That's not your person. No, not uh, and for you, Kai, because it's just exhausting. It's just like <laughs> we have to think about every single fucking conversation we have. We have to think about every interaction. Like why? Like I don't know. It's just it's tiring. And and you're allowed to not put yourself in that situation because. <sighs> Being drained all the time, Ooh. it's work. And for you, Kai, is this your first interracial relationship? No. <laughs> but I, fi- I find it, for me, I find it harder to um, date Chinese men. Oh. Yeah. How so? Because uh, I, I think just unconsciously every Chinese man's head, there's a um, male supremacy. And mm. the tops are much more likely to dominate the relationship. Yeah, and uh, to give orders. Those those those, those heteronormative gender roles. Yeah, that is a play big a thing in China. Yeah, for sure. Really. Mm. I thought. And also, just like a lot of them, like won't like. I don't know. I think it's like it's probably like harder to like kind of be totally. How do I put this? Um, Even my mom, when when I came out to her, she asked me, "Oh, so 
Which one of you is the girl? There's no girl. Yeah. I, I also I said, hate that thing. Like, who's the girl? There's no girl. Yeah. We're both men. That's why I'm gay. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not dealing with girls. Yes. <laughs> I'm homosexual. I'm into men. That's mm. why we're both men. Otherwise, I'd be straight, dating a girl, or me being transgender and dating a, a man. Yeah. But there's a lot of hiding, I guess, right? Like, even like. I have a friend who works in the Guoqi and he like mm -hmm. got married, uh, like a, a state enterprise. Uh. And he got married uh, to a woman because he was just like, well, you gotta do that. But yeah, then, like he doesn't want anyone to like think that he's gay. And like, then he's, he's DL. Kind of, yeah. And I like I knew that older generations of like Chinese guys did, did that, that, but I didn't kind of realize that people sort of in their like early 30s or even late 20s like did that still, but I think some. Some do. Where do you see gayness going in 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 in, in China? In terms of acceptability, in in terms of um, rights. Mm -hmm. So far, we're not taken. I mean, the government is not taking that right from gay people. We're still allowed to be gays, and in Beijing, there's several gay bars uh, that government. Knows about them. Doesn't it. shut down. Yeah, they absolutely know about them because they pay tax. Um, <laughs> Have all my gay money. Yeah, and even the uh, the mainstream medias they accept homosexuality, and sometimes they even like subtly portray that in mm. talk shows, in um, TV series. I think the younger generation is. M much more embracing this. So the main issue would be legalization of. Yes, legalization first of all, and well, it's legal. It's just marriage, right? That's the kind of. Yeah, it's legal, but I'm saying legalization in terms of marriage, adoption. Sure, sure, sure. Marriage, adoption, and changing some terms in our judicial constitution. Yeah. Do you see it? Do you see it changing though? Well, I, um, people have partitions mm -hmm. and claim for their rights. Um, they work very hard to bring changes, even though there are no changes happening yet. There was something about like inheritance that, like in the like, there was something like a like a. I think it was a lesbian couple last year or something like. There was something like a woman died and her parents were trying to take her apartment because like they owned her like she died in test state maybe like with no will and then her her Spouse. her partner was allowed to stay in the apartment oh uh, shit that can happen something like that i don't know like there was something about this in the news i don't remember no there was there i can't remember the details of it but there was something that people were like oh well maybe this is something moving towards more acceptance of like that'd be good though security at least i mean yeah i'm hoping that my partner doesn't die but <laughs> anytime soon um uh, anyways uh, uh our, our 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 beloved dearly departed leader uh chairman mao once wrote that there's between the people there are antagonistic and non-antagonistic contradictions and antagonistic contradictions are ones which necessarily result in the destruction of one side but non-antagonistic contradictions don't require the kind of they, they can be resolved peacefully right and I think homosexuality is a non-antagonistic contradiction within Chinese society so 
arguing from the principles of uh, we can of course find a place for uh, homosexuals you in really the like this liberation man. movement of the Chinese You really like this man. Where is your poster also? My posters have not been put up sadly, sadly. Otherwise we'd be sitting under uh, the four of the great teachers of the proletariat. But uh, <laughs> next week hopefully. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, do you have any like parting words? What? This is it. Wow, my, my parting words are... Uh, <laughs> Mao says, yeah. People don't know what you're saying. Mao Zedong, Mao Zedong thought. No, but like on the way, what are your like parting words in terms of interracial dating, in terms of um, dating abroad? What would you leave, like what would your advice be to the general public about dating in China and being homosexual in China? Life is short, go explore. Mm? Life is short, go explore. Fair. Good one. Mm. And you, as a Chinese man. Be willing to commit. Um, to commit to what? To commit to a relationship and uh, open your mind. Mm. Be willing to communicate. Mm. Mm. Yeah, communication. And where can people like get you guys on social media? <laughs> you don't have social media. No. Hell no. Why? Because I got my boo. Oh, okay, okay. Kai, do you have social media? I have an Instagram. Ah, where can people find you on Instagram? If you want them to find you. Ona? <laughs> Let people know where they can find you. <laughs> are, are, are you going to put our... Oh no, you don't have to let them know. It's fine then, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let me not pressure you. Are you guys still on the mutual friends? No. That's good. Stay away. Leave that to us. He informed me one night. He's like, oh, I deleted all my mutual friends. I was like, oh, really? How many uh, mutual friends did you have? Okay. Uh, you had three. Mm-hmm. Something. I had like five. Five? Yeah. <laughs> five? Are there even five? Yeah. There's foreign ones and Chinese ones. Okay, I'm not even trying to think. Because I, <laughs> I don't know. I There's don't much know. more than five, if you want to go look. Yeah, please let me know because <laughs> she needs to get on again. <laughs> anyway, that was Nate and Kai, this lovely, lovely couple. Thank Zli, you, Lele. Thank you, Lele. Adios. Uh, check us out on Outside Radio on Instagram or check me out at Lele the Guy on Twitter, Lele2 underscore G on Instagram. And I'll see you next time. Bye, Kai. Bye, bye. Nate. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to Outside Radio.